research bitch Chris. So grab a glass and relax, kick back and enjoy the show. All right. It's been a while since we've been live and I'm just live doing a podcast in general. Really? <coughs> well, first off, we've all had in my house, unfortunately, which hosts and owns all of the podcasting equipment. We had a run in with COVID. My daughter had it. back in the early days of it my household here had four cases of it two adults and two children yeah it's not fucking worth it it was terrible but I was ready to go back to work on the second day of quarantine <laughs> seven kids in the house however many adults yeah I was ready to go back the next freaking day <laughs> There's not enough straight jackets for you. No, no. And the funny farm won't even take a take a reservation for me either. They're afraid I'm gonna take over. I could see that though. I mean, there's like there's so much. But we had our run in again. It was coming. Shit happened. Whatever. Yeah. And then <clears throat> you wanna hand me that then? Honey, for a drink. Boober. Since you're not going to give me wine, apparently. I can get you wine. You just got to tell me what kind. The only yeah. one that's open. She's right there. Um. Then uh, I went to Nashville. Yeah, how was that trip, by the way? My son went into his rocking competition, which was interesting. You might have to let your dog out, by the way, because she is by that back door pretty hard. Um, so the rock climbing competition, he he felt overwhelmed, but oh no, he did pretty good. I mean, he had a lot of strength that I know the hell I couldn't do it. Some people can, some people can't. And he's got a lot of. Arm strength. That's a good thing. But he's got a lot of muscle strength, and I wish he'd knock it the hell off. And then we went to the Colts game after that. And then. We came home, and then, obviously, we had Christmas. I didn't want any, everybody working on Christmas, doing the podcast. I didn't feel like that was very appropriate. And then we were going to do it all together today, and then, well, nature had a different plan. someone pissed off Elsa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then I'm like, well, we're going to have to make shift to make do with what the fuck we got. Right. Oh, yeah. 
So then we so get. What do we have <coughs> I actually have not looked. Is that sound terrible? I haven't looked in a few weeks because of all of the horse shit that was going oh, on. That's understandable. Oh my god, my computer updated, and I am not okay with this. What are you doing? I need you to be put back on here, though. That'd be fucking swell. I have not... It's been... Rufa. Whew. Except my, my stuff. Because I gotta get all that back. Uh, I told you it was done. Oh, well, maybe I'm done. 1,125. Nice. Nice. So we're still going up, even though we were gone for a couple weeks. We still have very, very good peoples. We got good peoples out there. We only have um 143 followers on Facebook, so we's low. We lows in that department, but that's okay. We do have a few shout-outs from other places that actually requested us to do that today. I, I know I gotta pull some of this up because I did not have it ready. One of them is being Nick the Cutco guy, which you actually see me post about it a few times on our page. Reason being, he did ask. He's a really good Cutco agent, agent, oh. sales rep. Okay, I actually enjoy my Cutco equipment. They're kind of expensive. I get it, a little pricey. But it's definitely fucking worth it. Very, very sharp. U.S. made if you're kind of that kind of person. But I like the fact that it's sharp. It's got a lifetime warranty. And hell, it's actually really good. Would you stop bouncing the computer? Sorry. I'm trying to think. Uh, are you referring to TechBitch or are you referring to me. Tech bitch. Tricycle motor's still sleeping. Which means she's going to be up all day night. Tricycle motor's been sleeping for a while. I am going to be screwed come later. But that's okay. I'm usually screwed later anyway. Because she doesn't, she's like, nah. Nah. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta knock that out of her. But she might also be going through a growing spurt because she's been acting funny lately. So. Well, okay, first off, it's heck bitches fun as well. Fact you know how... of that matter. <laughs> I mean, we all know how tech bitch is. I know. So it's only fair that the daughter, that the, the, the spawn would act just as, you know, just like him. Damn. That's how he's done it. And the fact that she's half cute. I mean, I know I was an asshole. I didn't need that one. <laughs> but there's actually a band that wanted to do a shout out today. Okay. Called a band called really? Severed Blaze. It's actually from South Carolina. 
I'm actually good friends what with Severed Blaze. Severed Blaze? Yeah. S-E-V-E-R-E-D Blaze. In case anybody couldn't tell. We'll have to throw that up on the, on the Facebook page. So I'll... Here's a little bit of their song. They, they said I could. I'll just I'll stop it there, but that's called Punkaroo by Severed Blaze. It's a little like so everybody knows I am calling in tonight, and on my end it was a little hard to hear it. So maybe if we just post like whatever they sent you up onto our page. Yeah, I'm gonna post that on our Facebook live chat or chat. Hi, no, on our page. I'm gonna do that right now so that you guys understand. Hey, there's actually another band I want you guys to look at. You know, obviously we constantly um sponsor other. Listener, individuals, you know, the small up and coming, and that's what we want to do. Yeah, we are all for, you know, shout outs to mom and pop jobs and things like that. Yeah, every day, all day. If you got a small business, we'll gladly do a shout out. I mean, give us something to work with. I mean, even if it's a band, I get sent. I get sent information. She's eating out of the cat litter box. Hey, um, Cena. <laughs> like we're not asking like for free samples of care products or free samples of wax warmers. I mean, granted, I will gladly take it without saying no. But 
I mean, if you want to, that's on you. But shout out's a shout out. I'm paying my Cutco guy. I am not getting any discount for doing that yet. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks, am I right, fellas? I don't get nothing for it. I wish. I wish I would. He would have been like, "Yeah, I'll give you a free set." I'd be like, "Yeah, I got you." But no, it's not how that works. Now, I, I know I've heard you talk about Cutco before. Um, is it like cutlery for like. You want to hand me my or... side? Cutco? Well, it can be anywhere from pots and pans to knives. You know, it started off as knives, and then they put silverware. And then it's fishing and hunting knives. This is my baby block. That's what I call it. A very sharp baby block. It's shiny. It's sharp baby block. <laughs> I have I have other ones, but they're in the dishwasher. Yeah, it, but this is like it's pretty shiny. It's a steak knife, and steak knife. It's, there's a good knife. And that, of course, that bitch pulls out the hunting knife. Yeah, right? The buck knife. Speaking of bucks, real quick, um, right before Thanksgiving, uh-uh. uh, I was actually lucky enough to get my buck before my mother got her first buck. However, I totaled a vehicle in the process. Oh! <laughs> okay. Six-pointer. I hit it in the ass. Flipped it over the van, snapped its neck in the dish when it landed. Did you at least get to keep it? No, because deer have been now reported to have the Rona. If it's dead, it's dead. It's not going to trap. The meat's not going to make you get it. I still didn't want to test it. Plus, I was coming back from Palmyra with my roommate in the car. Didn't see the deer until it was about three feet. Why are you sucky to suck? I can't get the thingy off. And those don't reflect in the light. But this one has a little hooky thingy. <laughs> a little hooky. Thingy. I can't do it. <laughs> I. This is why I'm not a fucking cutthroat salesman. Fish grabber. It's a fish grabber for people who can't fucking grab fish. Like you. And this extends. It also comes. Also comes out. It didn't. I put it back. And then it locks into place. It's got a knife and a sharpener in the back. Yep. No, yeah. that is not a knife sharpener. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What is it? That is the hook sharpener. Hook sharpener. Really? Yes. Okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. It'll still work as a knife sharpener, though, technician. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but she's going to end up breaking the flame knife before we can even give I'm it to not anybody. Yes, you are. You can just put it in the wrong freaking way. I'm putting it away because I don't want to fuck shit up. This is why I'm not a cut cost salespeople. People don't understand. I can't do this, but I love it. I love my, I love my, I love my cuckoo stuff. 
But like, I fucking suck. I mean, I could. This is why I'm not a salesperson. I mean, I, everybody's got that talent. The sure the hell ain't me, bitch. See, my my real estate agent could kill it. But he's also one of my good friends. He was my work husband for like three years. <laughs> That's what we called him anyway. We had a lot of things to go off of. But we had some interesting time. Anyway, that was 30... That was seriously... How long has that been of just us talking? Seriously, 17 minutes of us just going back and forth about this shit? Hey, it happens. It wouldn't be a normal podcast if it didn't happen. This is also very true. Oh, that's not including the new whiskey Paul got. I want to I don't think next week. He got a new whiskey from Colorado. Beckenridge. Beckenridge, Colorado. You want to? Sh- I'll get it out. Apparently, since I don't drink whiskey, because I have a very, very. Mean I have a. You call it mean, I call it violent. So, I mean. I was being nice. <laughs> Apparently, it tastes like scotch. Yeah. Not whiskey. It's smooth, apparently. I don't know. It is a very smooth kind of scotch whiskey. I don't know how to really explain it, but it is a really good sipping whiskey. Throw a couple ice cubes in there and just sip on it. Yeah, I guess. But apparently this... um... You can only get this Beckenridge whiskey in one place in Colorado. And our friends sent it to us for Christmas. Well, sent it to him. Because uh, I don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, Tech Bitch, I do know of another very smooth whiskey. He's I'm all it's ears. It's actually a German whiskey. I'm all ears. It's called Guckenheimer. Guckenheimer. Okay. Guckenheimer. Oh, Gook. Like, okay. Oh, that's really a bad. You should have said the <laughs> yeah. fucking. Guckenheimer. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you can find it at Piggly Wiggly. I know that much. Okay. It's down here, isn't it? Or is that fucking safe? That's Piggly Wiggly. Why do I do that? Um, Why? Do I do that? <laughs> no, because. It's, it's, a, it's a very smooth whiskey. And that's one of the few whiskeys that I can actually stomach drinking anymore. Okay. Otherwise, I can't drink whiskey. Not since my 10-year-old was born. It's okay. Since I... she's been born, I can't drink whiskey. I don't know what. I don't know why. I mean, at it's least... It's like I... me not being able to drink us, uh, Kayla. At least it's... I don't to... even like to kill you. Mm-hmm. To kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
See, at least you got Although tequila. I can't stomach very rarely on a rare occasion. I can stomach a three wise men. Okay. Jim, Jack, and Jose. No. Very seldomly. Otherwise, I'm more of a buttershots kind of guy. Why would Jim, Jack, oh, no, the three wise men, no, no, no. That's what a three wise men is, Jim, Jack, and Jose. I know, but that's called death in a bed. What the fuck? Okay. I grew up hearing about it called the three wise men. It's called three wise men, but I call it death in a bed. Because I ain't getting out of bed. <laughs> the fuck? I'm gonna have to make it down there to see you guys. Like, I have to. One of these days. That is be true. I just hit my cat. Okay, sorry, kitty. That is, that be true. Preferably do it. That is fine. I've never seen, I think I've seen your missus once. She actually waved hi or said something on there. Back and forth before. Yeah, I think I've seen her. Go like this once or twice on the camera. Kind of like what I do. Back and forth, yeah. Kind of like drink bitch. It's a rare She's, I know. <laughs> drink bitch will sit in the corner. You'll see her leg. Yeah. And I'm like... Mm. Jesus. Which is why whenever her face pans to the camera, it's a rare drink bitch sighting. You do realize she don't want you to fuck with her. And the table's right here. You can't get up to her. Hi, welcome to reality. It sucks. <laughs> now he's, he's like, gonna go around the other no, way. I can't. Watch me. I have to go to the garage. Okay, we're good. I got it back. We're starting up from scratch. Uh, not from scratch. Hold up. Whoo. We're starting up from where we left off. I swear to fucking God if these animals <laughs> jump on my shit again. So she must have pressed the home key and stopped the whole fucking thing. Oh. And we it stopped it and sent the whole thing back so we were playing it back. So like I was going to edit it. No, I'm not editing my shit. No, I might have a dead cat at the end of this. <laughs> Swear to fucking God. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I had to vent for a second. At least you made some height. Stay <laughs> off my shit. <laughs> Facebook Live, ladies and gentlemen. We apologize. Technical difficulties. That's why it says viewer and listener discretion and advice. Okay, so Crystal, I know that our Facebook users and viewers cannot see this, but I am going to uh, show you what we have here in white water as far as the word that comes out of the sky. Here's white and not for birds. Is here. The what? Wait a minute. The shit that Elsa decides she's gonna fucking put out. So, mind you, this is just in the last half hour. That man has been moved twice. Shoveled off twice. He's whining about snow? I hate this shit. He's whining about snow? It cause it's snowy! Because someone pissed off Elsa. Snow is the devil's fucking plaything, in my opinion. 
So I talked to my Georgia mother, and uh, it's 72 down, down there. I send that shit back up here. I've asked her. And she said no, didn't she? She loves the snow. She keeps so asking. Tell her that we will trade her. I've asked her. Her husband said no. Well, what the fuck? Okay, well, real quick, about this, about this damn snowstorm that we are sitting in here in southern Wisconsin, this shit has already hit up in Hinkley, Minnesota, Spooner, Wisconsin. It has traveled across the state towards Michigan and then circled around to come at us from the east. It pretty much just says, fuck you all. Yeah. And last time I talked to my dad, they had about total, which was about two days ago, they had just gotten another nine inches. Yeah, well, I work from home. <laughs> I don't care. Lucky <laughs> <What are> you. <laughs> Only time you gotta leave is to go to the store. And even then, you can actually hire people to go to the store for you. <laughs> DoorDash. And people wonder why I'm lazier than shit. <laughs> well, you know, I have I have a working theory about our electronic age. <laughs> One of two things is going to happen. A... We're going to end up in the Matrix. Hey, now. B, we're going to end up with Terminators. Just saying. I mean, I'd be okay with the Matrix shit, though. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Matrix, I don't know if any of our viewers or I've watched it. play Fortnite. But their Christmas event was out on Fortnite. I play with my son, who is 12. And my daughter, who I love to pieces, fucked up my computer a little bit, is eight. Well, going to be eight. And one of the Christmas presents that they decided to release on Fortnite was a Sentinel as a glider for Fortnite from the Matrix. They have Matrix gun skins. Or weapon skins. And they are also putting out the Agent Smith skins for your character. I think that's a little overkill. But, I mean, at the same time, Matrix is coming out with a new game. It's already out. It's already streaming on HBO Max. No. N- no, video game. Video game, not the movie. Oh, no. They, they've already got... The, the movie was just released last month. Yeah. But I'm talking about the video game. Yeah, Resurrections. No. No, the um, video game. It's called Matrix on Awakens. Xbox One. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. I want to get that actually. It's the demo is out. I don't know when it's set to actual. The full game is set to release yet. They don't have one. They don't have it yet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still waiting for Diablo Immortal to come out for the freaking mobile completely. I- I'm still waiting for Harry Potter. Sorry. I had my Harry Potter. Re- um, I had my Harry Potter moment today when uh, HBO Max made that thing happen today. I, 
I had I had a moment. I didn't want to get out of the shower for like an hour and a half till I finished watching my movie. Fuck what you heard. I had to do it. I, mm. My childhood dream happened. I was like, eh. Ta-da! Okay, so since we've gotten some updates out of the way, updates. how about we get into one of these two cases that we have tonight? Wasn't even updates. We were just talking this whole fucking time. What are you talking about? Well, we did do some updates. We did do a listener update. And we did do a viewer update. So we did get the updates out of the way. Technically. Technicalities. Okay. Semantics. Your dog's in the cat food bag. Xena! Yeah. Warrior princess. Damn good job. They should bring shit like that back. <laughs> <laughs> My dog just ate poop. Go. No, no, no. I don't even want you by me. Go. <laughs> go. Go. Go do something else. Oh, the cat. Yes, that's why she just tried to do. <laughs> she literally dropped it and then tried to give her a kiss. Dropped the dropped shit it. out of her mouth, <laughs> ate it, <laughs> and that gave me trying to give Paul a kiss. I <laughs> it's a little much for me today. Alrighty. All of you today. You can, you can start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a case that is kind of sort of close to home for me. Uh, growing up in northern Wisconsin, like I did, um, I am going to be talking about Katie Poyer, who in 1999 was abducted from her job as a cashier at a gas station That's in kind of rough. Lake, Minnesota. Uh, for those of you who don't know Moose Lake area... Um, it is maybe hour and a half to two hours south of Duluth, Minnesota. I'd say Moose Lake sounded familiar to me. You and I were, eh, you were still pretty young about this time. You know, 99, she was abducted and murdered by Donald Bloom. I'm not even sure who Donald Bloom was. I just said oh, Moose yeah. Lake sounded familiar. <laughs> Well, Moose Lake is where I graduated from. Fair enough. Um, so, Katie Poirier was 19. She was working at DJ's Expressway Mart, or Expressway, which is a convenience store in, or located near I-35 on the outskirts of Moose Lake. Okay. Um, not a very big town. There is a prison there, which happens to be right across the lake from the K-12 school, okay. where I graduated from, and I mean, it's a, you know, it's a small town, everybody knows everybody, basically. Um, the kind of but, small town you want to grow up in, not... Yeah. Yeah, you know, you didn't really have to worry about locking your 
doors because you knew all your neighbors. I mean, even the police department, <laughs> like me being a transplant, so to speak, because I basically grew up in Wisconsin. I pretty much grew up in Wisconsin, um, born and raised basically here in Wisconsin. Um, moved to Minnesota back in the summer of 03 or 02 after my stepdad passed away. Um, and wound up via, believe it or not, as a, as a 15, 16 year old kid getting on first name basis with the chief of police. Great guy. Don't get me wrong. Now, my mom and I, you know, growing up, we never locked our doors because small town living, everybody knows everybody. Well, that's well back in the late '90s, early 2000s. More and more people started with the sex trafficking started kicking in. Abductions started going through the roof. Um, but with Katie Poyer. You know, God rest her soul. Okay. Um, I guess I don't she, know much about her. You know, she was only 19 when she was abducted. Um, there was a, stand, a subway next to DJ's Expressway um, with a witness, Catherine Kennett. Um, the two stores were connected by an internal door, and Hannah told the police that shortly before closing Subway, at around 10 p.m., she saw a man in and around the Subway store who was behaving strangely. Okay. After closing, Hannah drove home towards downtown Moose Lake, and coincidentally, followed the man who was leaving the convenience store property at the same time. She noted that the man was driving a black Ford F-150 extended cab pickup truck with white markings on the side and a license plate that read in part 557Y. 557Y. Well, that's really... Only a partial. That's four pieces of the license plate. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a partial. And the first three were 557, and the last part of the plate that she was able to get was a Y. Um, okay. The truck weaved a number of times, and after entering Moose Lake, pulled into the parking lot of one of the local cafes. Hold on. Uh, like I said, Moose Lake is not a very big town. It's... I mean, very close to the community, if you will. Um, Hannah stated when she left work four years ago was on the expressway. On June 18th of 99, after seeing a sketch of Katie's abductor, one of Bloom's co-workers contacted the, the police to report Bloom as a possible suspect, based on his belief that Bloom had behaved or Blum, sorry, B-L-O-M, mm -hmm. had believed or behaved suspiciously in the abduction. 
Okay. So, at least the part of the that partial action should help her. Hopefully. It did. Okay. Uh, they secured his his truck on the evening of June 18th and conducted a 12-hour search of the property on June 19th. Okay. An examination of a fire pit on the property. Now, mind you, this property that they're talking about, it wasn't just his truck. It was a property out on Kegger Road. Which is about 16 miles from Moose Lake in the small town of Carrick, Minnesota. To give you an idea of how small Carrick is, 71 people. Okay. Yeah, blank in your throat. Simple as that. Um, now, Kegger Road happens to be up on the same road where a church called Oak Lake Churches. Okay. I went to the property after I moved up there and after I found all of this out from my mom's ex-boyfriend who was building his house at the time of Katie's disappearance on Cable Road. The fire pit that they found or remains in was two miles from my mom's ex-boyfriend's place. While he was building his house, he had beds combing his entire property with cadaver dogs, choppers in the sky flying over every inch of his property, and he has a total of 80 acres to work with. Damn. They found Katie Foyer two miles away from his house, from my mom's ex-boyfriend's house. His son wound up taking me two plums to the property and showed me the memorial for Katie Poyer. Wow. Okay. Now, mind you, again, ladies and gentlemen, this was all before I had even moved up there, so I didn't even know. Um, as the police investigated and conducted their investigation, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I am experiencing technical difficulties. Yes, we So, the police called on June 20th of 99, just after midnight, is when they were able to catch up with him and talk and locate him. Okay. He stated that. He had been at his property near Moose Lake on the 14th or 15th of May, and again on June 12th. Blum said that May 26th, he left work early and went fishing on the Delaware a mile or two south of Sandstone, Minnesota. Okay. Sandstone is only about five miles from Moose Lake. Okay. Give or take. 
Um, and he claimed he was home in Richfield between 7 and 8 p.m. I know where Richfield is. June 20th, 99, the police arrested Blum at a police lineup the day following Blum's arrest. They had positively identified Blum as a man she had seen in the convenience store on the night of May 26, 99. Um, after 25 days of testimony and 10 hours of deliberation, Blum was convicted Wednesday, August 16th. 2000, first degree murder during the commission of a kidnapping and was sentenced to life in prison on Thursday, August 17th. He has been serving his sentence at a Pennsylvania facility and as of 2017 is in Minnesota serving his time. That's so shitty. Well, I mean, to be in Pennsylvania. I mean, you're away from your family regardless, but you fucked up. Yeah. Well, an interesting thing that I found uh, as I was doing a little bit more digging into the research of this case. Um, this case actually appeared on Forensic Files in Season 7, Episode really? 30. Um, the Forensic Files episode, for those okay. of you that would like to watch it, is called Tooth for Consequences. Um, a little bit more info here um, about Blum. Where is it? Where did it go? Here we go. Um, Donald Alvin Blum was born 1949 and was sentenced to life in prison for killing of Caitlin Poyer in 99. He was a registered sex offender involved in five cases of kidnapping and sexual assault prior to Katie's murder. Um, he's, he's suspected to be a serial killer by a Case investigators. Oh. Yeah. How is he a serial killer, though? Ah. I'm getting to that. This is why I said earlier, before we started the Facebook Live podcast itself, that this was going to be an interesting one. Um. According to peoplepill.com, Max. which is where I'm at now, like I said, Bo was born in 49. In his early life, his father abused him from the time he was young until he was about, until Blum was about 13 years old. By the time he reached adolescence, Blum was a heavy drinker and exhibited behavioral problems. In 10th grade, he went to a reform school where he often skipped class. Okay. In 1975, Blum kidnapped a 14-year-old girl, ganged her, and raped her. That's kind of rough. Car, which he managed to escape. 
and turned him in. He went to trial, was convicted three years later in 78. He committed aggravated assault. Dude's in got some issues. He was arrested again for the same year, he also threatened two teenage girls at knife point in a remote area. He tied them to a tree, put socks, put socks in their mouths. He choked and revived one of them several times and said he was going to rape them. The girls were rescued when a police officer saw their car parked the wrong way and came by. Fled into the woods and later changed his appearance by dyeing his hair. He was arrested two months later when one of the girls recognized him. He pled guilty to the crime. During an examination in 92, a psychologist predicted that if Blum were not closely monitored, he would probably engage in additional antisocial behavior. However, Managed to change his name, get a job, and get married. By May of 99, he had six felony convictions, five of which involved kidnapping and sexual assault. Um, then, you know, as of May 20, you know, on May 26, 99, Katie Poyer went missing. Um, all they had to go on was the witness statement from Subway and a grainy black and white surveillance video showing Katie being forced out of the store around 11.40 p.m. by a man wearing jeans, a backwards baseball cap, and a New York Yankees baseball jersey with the number 23 on the back. Okay. The man's hand was at the back of her neck. Okay. Uh, the video was sent to imaging specialists at NASA who were able to enhance the image so that more details of the suspect could be seen. The police estimated that the abductor was 5'10", weighed about 170 pounds, long, light-colored hair, and appeared to be around 25. Witnesses reported that they had seen a black pickup truck circling the area around the convenience store. So th this guy had it like almost tip of the iceberg planned, but fucked up when the cameras caught him. Yes, he was scoping the place out prior to abducting Katie, but he was doing it all spur of the moment, if you will. Um, one of the witnesses gave a partial plate number, three letters and a, or three numbers and a letter, as was stated prior. Um, let's see. Blum was checked soon after Katie's disappearance since he had a pickup truck registered to his name with a license plate number matching the partial number provided by the witness. But this time his vehicle was white colored, which means he 
painted it. Either he painted it or got something from somebody else. Or was it transferred the plates? Um, he had been working at the Minnesota Veterans Home under the name of Donald Hutchinson prior to Katie's death. On June 18th, his former co-worker called the police tip line and stated that Don had not had looked similar to the man in the composite sketch provided by the police. <coughs> and that he had been absent from work the day following Katie's disappearance. Uh, he recently cut his hair uh, and stopped driving his black pickup truck. Shortly after that, he quit his job as the janitor without notice. So he just up and quit that job. He's like, fuck this. Yep. Uh, Donald owned a 20-acre property near Moose Lake, 12 miles from the convenience store where Katie had been abducted. And mind you, ladies and gentlemen, this is that property that I was talking about on Kegger Road. Um, don't try to spell Kegger because the way it is pronounced is different than the way it is spelled. If you look at the spelling, you're going to think kosher. <coughs> kosher! German spelling. Okay. Um, they also learned from Blum's neighbors that he spent a lot of time at the property before Katie's abduction, but not since. Blum was spending time with his family at a campground 140 miles away from his home in Richfield. <coughs> when initially questioned by agents from Minnesota's Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for the coughing. Tickle in the back of the throat. Ah, uh, it's just smoker's cough. I will take a page out of Kelly's book and have another drink. <coughs> right? Hi, Kelly's book. Yeah, that's pretty much what we all do. He was arrested later that same day, June 22nd, while driving home. Blum was friendly and cooperative. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, Alright, where was I? Uh, he refused to give a statement and requested an attorney. Attorney of what? You fucked up. held in a county facility and was placed in solitary confinement after his plans to escape from the facility were discovered. Tricycle motor! She got up. It's alive. Uh, meanwhile, investigators obtained search warrants and searched Blum's residence. And extensive Moose Lake property, supported by over 100 National Guardsmen and several hundred local volunteers. They were unable to find Katie or her body, despite an extensive search. 
They did find firearms, which one was not allowed to carry, given his prior convictions. Go figure. Felon. Eh, no guns. Typically, most felons are not allowed to have guns, but, you know, cool. Mm -hmm. Again, though, changing your name, lying on applications. Typically for signs of fucking up. Exactly. On the second day of the search, investigators found a number of fragments that appeared to be thrown in a fire pit on the Blum's property. The fragments were sent to a lab where they were identified as pieces of human bones and a charred portion of human tooth. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, this fire pit happens to be in northern Minnesota. Um, where everything was found. It was on the extension of his property. Uh, DNA tests proved inconclusive, but on examination by dental experts established that the filling of this tooth portion matched that of a very rare filling material used by Katie's dentist. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we do not condone murder on this podcast, so if you're thinking about it, please do not get any ideas from here. I mean, <laughs> please. That are on that list that we each have. It's understandable. We have thought about it. We do not condone it. We never condone it. Uh, on September 8th, Blum confessed to abducting Katie, strangling her, and burning her body in the fire pit. For those listeners who don't know, human bone will only burn at 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. You need it over 3,000 degrees to burn the bone and the calcium inside the bone. You can to do actually. I think it's over that. Yeah. I think Jeremy had it over that. Four thousand. Sorry, we do know. <laughs> Hold on. We do know we're just not in. We're just not in. We do know someone who owns a funeral home. He owns three, four, I think now. But to each their own. That's Tech bitch worked for one. I, I worked for live, one. I, I used. Believe it or not, I used to live in an old funeral home. <laughs> Building. Were there ghosts? I am afraid of no ghosts. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Definitely. I've lived in plenty of houses. She bit herself. <laughs> Did you learn? It's okay. She bit herself. You need to watch where your fingers go. That's why I gave you a foot part. But my utensils. It hurts, honey. It's gonna hurt. Ladies and gentlemen, tricycle motor. 
It's alive! <laughs> <laughs> said she tried to sell it to the Native Americans, but I'm Native American, so I wouldn't work. It's okay, Mommy gotcha. You want a bite now? If you're asking someone to let you go, but you, his story doesn't make sense. Let me let me clarify what I meant. Exactly. exactly. If you let me go, you need to let me go, but you're not fighting with me. No, bitch. I'd be fighting with you fucking clear as day. And if you're actually fucking choking me, choking me. It also depends on how big this dude really is, because I really don't, you know... Going off of... Buck 70. Buck 70? Okay. Yeah, you'd be fighting with I'd be fighting with this bitch. Yeah. Balls to the wall, motherfucker, because your balls are coming off. <coughs> yeah. But, you know, like they said here on PeoplePill.com, uh, you know, his story was very inconsistent with the evidence. She might be. Didn't match with the evidence at all. We have medicine downstairs. Uh, Blum also said that he killed Katie with his bare hands and burned her dead body with wood and paper. I just saw a body. However, wood and paper alone would not have been sufficient to reduce a human body to ash. There's a body over there. There are two bodies over there, and one of them is passed out with pink hair. I didn't see the... I just saw a guy okay. with a shirt off, and I'm like, there's a body over there. Don't worry, don't worry about drinking. He's fine. Okay. 
attention. I was like, wait a minute. I literally just saw the half naked body go across my screen. I'm like, they can't hear you. The only one that can hear you right now in this conversation is me. Oh. You must have it. Okay. Yeah. Well, all I saw is a half naked body go across the screen. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, he's in his gut, Bob. Okay, well, Bob just went right across the screen. Tricky and Bob. It's, it's, it's whatever. They're two peas in a pod. Um, <laughs> Bob's gonna be number Probably. Um, so, again, you know, paper and wood alone would not have been sufficient enough to reduce a human body to ash. We all know this. He had to have used some sort of accelerant. Gasoline, oil, whatever. Okay. Blum didn't confess to sexually assaulting Katie and said he didn't know why he had committed the crime. So did he lose his consciousness while doing it? He said, I guess so. I have so many thoughts. So he just blacked out while committing the murder, is what... Supposedly. Okay. Guys, gonna shut up. Mind you, he has a history of drinking. <laughs> Been drinking since he was about 13 years old. Alcohol's a bitch, people. But I drink, too. I can't say nothing. <laughs> Not, like, to that extent. Hold on. Not to that extent. Let's put it in this game. I don't know. Go to meetings. Okay. Day drunks, which I happen to live with. No, nothing against them. Know that they have an issue. And do one of two things. They either live with it, or B, they change it. And get themselves better. Nothing wrong with wanting on their own. <laughs> or with the help of friends and family. Crystal, you are a social drinker. Yeah, pretty much I'm actually. That's it. <laughs> and I don't go out much. If I could drink at work it, and no. be legally acceptable, it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I can't do that. Eventually, you know. Wisconsin is going to legalize the recreational use of marijuana. I'm waiting for the day. It still won't be legal where I work. I'm pretty sure when hell freezes over. As soon as Minnesota legalizes it recreationally, Wisconsin will be next. Again, when Wisconsin hell freezes over. Minnesota, as far as that goes. When hell freezes already over. already got it legalized for medicinal use. Wisconsin's not too far behind on that one. Again, when hell freezes over, Wisconsin will follow. Yeah. Okay, now let me ask you this. Are we talking hell hell, or are we talking hell Michigan? <laughs> I'm talking about hell hell at this point. Because <laughs> we still waiting. We do need to specify. I need to take a look at our listeners. This is true. Hell Michigan did freeze over at one point. Hell Michigan freezes over every year. 
I mean, let's, let's face it. Fair enough. Um, anyhow. Tricycle motor! Yay! So, back to the case. Get this out. Uh, when he was asked whether the remains of the fire pit were Katie Foyer, she said, I guess so. I have so when many questions. He said he didn't know the answer to this question. When asked, then whose remains are they, he replied, well, I was asking that myself, man. So, Which means okay. From drinking from the age of 13 to 1999, from the age of 13 to 1999, this man had developed, okay, and this is going off of my observations of the articles and what I've gathered from the evidence that I have in front of me, he developed alcohol-induced dementia. I can see that. Now, not only will alcohol kill your liver, but it kills your memory later on. And not even just that, it can kill most, more parts of your brain, just not, not like that. It can cause strokes later in life, like, alcohol is not your friend when you're younger. That it can, that are attributed to overindulgence of alcohol. You want to grab her mess? Give her some. Um. Her baby, her soon recanted saying that the stress of the solitary confinement and hallucinations due to 10 medications had prompted him to make a false confession. Oh, so now it's fake. Okay. During his trial, which began June of 2000, Ooh, this over 50 okay. witnesses were called to testify during the case. Hold on though. So <coughs> her she disappeared. Her body obviously was killed pretty much right in into this fire pit. My thing is he's been drinking since that you know her body's disappearance. Yeah, but since her body's disappearance, he can't remember. He's been drinking so long since then. And then 2000, he comes along, he gets, you know, convicted, blah, 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 blah. This dude has been, like, fucking his whole memory. Square root in the... Years. He may not remember why he actually killed her. about this yeah. until you said 2000 I'm like wait a minute he actually might not remember he might have that going for him now mind you for those listeners I don't... that were alive in 2000 we all know we all remember Y2K but oh, we don't talk the about so called end of the world in 99 whatever 1231 shut off your computers yeah it was December 31st. Shut off your fucking computers. So, again, during his trial, over 50 witnesses were called. Damn, 50? To testify during the case. The you must have fucked up if you got 50 witnesses. witnesses. 
testimonies from two women who Bloom kidnapped in 83 and his confession were presented as evidence. How so they brought the two they brought two women that he had kidnapped in 83 to testify against him. How bad you fuck up? It's got them fucked up. <laughs> Royally. Like I'm I'm talking Corky Romano fuck up. To each their own? Um, what's what's a more recent fuck up? Uh, an R. Kelly fuck up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, I still think it's funny that R. Kelly. I still think it's fucking hilarious. R. Kelly. Just to throw this out there, R. Kelly had all these supporters, and now he's negative two million dollars. Just remember, you guys are worth more than R. Kelly. Everybody needs that speech. If you feel low about yourself, just remember, you are actually worth more than R. Kelly. No matter how much... Worth more than R. Kelly. <laughs> if you think you're going through a rough time, you got student debt, you could be a fucking doctor just getting out, you know, millions of dollars in debt, you're... Still worth more than our Kelly. I don't see any of them laughing down here. Crackhead looking for your next chance. Guess what? You're worth more than our Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was. So, oh, babe, I think it's there. One of the other things that he stated during the trial, okay? Just a second. Is that he never had a New York Yankees jersey with the number 23 on the back, worn by the man in the surveillance video. However, How do you know his it's... brother testified that he had given the Blum family, family a box of old clothing, which included a New York Yankees jersey. Well, you might as well just put the fucking... Nail in the coffin. Done. Well, who the hell has a New York Yankee jersey anyway? A New York Yankees fan? <laughs> I mean, I grew, I I grew up close to Minnesota. So I grew up liking the Minnesota Twins. My favorite player happened to have been Kirby Puckett. I'm still That's working me. on uh, who really has a jersey, though. I mean, I don't even think that New York Yankees really even had jerseys. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think they really wear jerseys. I think they use their button-ups like the Brewers do. Like, the Brewers have that oh, yeah. Brewer that's, button that's, that's, baseball jersey. That's, what a, that's what a baseball jersey is, is the button-ups. I don't call it that. I don't. I get what you're saying, but I think of jerseys like... Football jerseys. Football jerseys, and that's where my that's brain football. went. I'm like, jerseys? I don't think they have jerseys. It's the button up. What do you think? Never mind. They're jerseys. Anyhow. Yeah. I don't know however many now. We don't stay on topic ever. Um, yeah, no, we never do. Um, do, 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 do
Okay, so the two women who bloom kidnapped in 83 had also resembled Katie as children. Testified yeah. that about what he had done to them. Forensic ontologist word of the day. Ontologist. Isn't that a dentist? Ontologist. Or odontologist, however the fuck you pronounce it. Um, testified that the tooth portion recovered from Blum's property. It's a forensic dental. Okay, so an odontologist is a studier, is the person who studies teeth. Told you, it's a freaking forensic dental person. Tooth doctor, let's just let's leave it at that. It's a dentist. Just forensic dental. Forensic dental. Dentist. It's a forensic dentist. It sounds better than I. Thousand to forty-nine. Oh, really? That's fifty-one. Fifty-one. Fifty-one years. So he was fifty-one years old at the time of this abduction and murder. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> okay, back to where I was. <laughs> <laughs> As his first witness on August 7th. Oh, that's what. Uh oh. Had come home at 9:30 p.m. on the night of his disappearance. We're doing it my way. Oh, I can help you. <laughs> they went to bed. Doing it my way. And when she woke up in the morning, the coffee had already been ready. Thus, she believed that her husband had been home the entire night. Oh, way. So the From 2000, it's been a while. Guys, change. 
Oh. So, this was, his trial was in 2000, oh, in 1999, which was okay. only a year oh, after oh, a year so horrible torture. Oh my god. Uh, no That's a lot. Is a um, movie. Yeah, so one out of what do you six mean like a is able to identify <laughs> He also falls upon his own audit to the the testimony of the prosecution's Okay. He stated that Walter's confession was yeah, a mistake and should not be taken into account. Absolutely torture. Okay. He claimed that another man hit the back of the body. It is mucinex, so. Alright, let's get you some juice or something. It's up right there. This is very odd. Oh, sweetie, it's okay. She's having a um, breakdown moment. Break. So, Blum's attorney stated that another man had confessed to the crime, but was not arrested. Normally, when you have as many people looking for this young lady as they did, looking for her, and then they find the remains on his property? That's usually a big indication that he did it. Typically, I agree with that. And then for you to say you... He made a lot of red flags. He's abducted, abducted, abducted. Really? That came out. He's kidnapped other women. Yes. Yeah. He fucked himself over royally. Not gonna lie. He royally fucked himself over. He did, actually. So, during his trial, Donald expressed angrily to the family that he was not the murderer and got involved in a heated exchange of words with Katie's mother. August 10th, he denied kidnapping Katie. He said that his wife had threatened him suicide due to media pressure and therefore he decided to make a confession in order to get out of the cell. He said that he had been at Moose Lake in the evening for fishing, but returned home by 10 p.m., well before the time of Katie's abduction. That's... The prosecutor, Thomas Hurtler, cross-examined Blum, asking questions about his confession. But Blum did not expand on his answers, only giving yes or no answers. Blum also said that he had never seen the baseball jersey before, and people who claimed to have seen him wear it were mistaken. Okay. So everybody else After is mistaken. Okay, so everybody else was mistaken. You pushed me in. Yeah, right? 
I need to go off again, but it's time to go pathological liar. More than likely. Like, bear. Um, so after a bunch of deliberation, Flum was convicted, I can't fucking talk, of first-degree murder and sentenced to life without parole. He was also given a 19-year sentence for possession of firearms on top of his first-degree murder charge. So he's got 19 years plus life in prison. This motherfucker ain't getting out anytime soon. No. So, by the time of Blum's conviction, how much do you think had been spent on the case? How much money or time? What are you looking for? Money. How much money do you think was spent on this case? I'm going to guess 105000 Easy. 250000 $200,000 had been spent on the case. Oh! The case changed the way legislature changed or charged criminals by tightening Minnesota sex offender laws by implementing one, longer prison terms to repeat offenders. This law has been informally known to this day as Katie's law. Um, Damn. Donald appealed his conviction, but after the trial ended, his wife Amy sent an email to two Minnesota state legislatures, or legislators. I gotta find this shit again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so sent an email to two Minnesota legislators stating that she believed him to be a murderer. She said that her husband had abused her for seven years. She had not known that he had been married twice earlier. When he adopted her last name of Blum, she was flattered and did not realize that it was to conceal his past. Wow. Yeah. She said he went to the Moose Lake property frequently and told her little. She believed that he had committed other crimes, including murder. Now that she was no longer under his domination, she said that she could tell the truth. He wasn't hoping that he his disappearance. Damn. Blum's son confirmed the violent abuse, describing Amy's bruises and black eyes. That's Daddy's cup. In 2004, an appeals court upheld Blum's conviction. In 06, Blum expressed his willingness to answer questions about unsolved local crimes in exchange for transfer to a prison closer to his relatives. <laughs> However, when detectives arrived with the transfer letter, he kept talking about other matters for three days, and the 
confession never materialized. So what was his end goal with that? I'm getting to okay. what we've got going on. So I told you about other possible crimes and other murders. I'm getting there. This is quite a bit here. In the summer of 07, the Minneapolis, or the Minnesota Supreme Court rejected Blum's third petition for a new hearing. Now, possible links to other crimes. The investigators believe that Blum have made, or may have been involved in a series of murders, probably dating back to the 1970s. They believe that his M.O. was to change his name and appearance after each incident. Dennis Fired? Beard? Dennis. We're just going to call him Dennis. I okay. can't pronounce the last name. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, a Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension agent had suspected Blum was a serial killer for a long time. Now, Crystal, you were asking me about this earlier. Yeah. According to him, Blum had admitted that he often would leave for a tired night, would be using alcohol and drugs, and would not remember when he came home the next day or where he had been or what he did. Katie's blackout, remember? Yeah. Drugs and alcohol. Okay. At the time of his arrest, the investigators were looking at similar crimes, including the murder of a 19-year-old Wisconsin student, Holly Spangler. In 93, Spangler's decomposed body was found in the woods of a Bloomington, Minnesota Park. Bloomington's not that far from this lake. No, it's not. It's not that far from Minneapolis and St. Paul. Twin Cities. Hell no. Blum was living in the area under the name Donald Pence, height, P-I-N-C-E, and was a registered sex offender. What? Okay. This guy escalated from one thing to another. There's no winning with him. There isn't. And, you know, Crystal, I know that you and I have talked about this whole nurture versus nature thing many times. Um... Especially during our Halloween episode, which I thought were kind of fun. Yes. I don't know about you. Yes. Um, but at the time, you know, in 93, he was one of the top suspects in that case. Another case studied by investigators was a strangulation of Wilma Johnson whose body was found near, near the St. Paul Cathedral in 83. What did I just say? He was a top murderer in 1983. Just not far from where? Bloomington. 
St. Paul, Minneapolis. Bloom admitted being at the crime scene, but denied killing her. What, what, what did we learn about the Dusseldorf vampire? Who always returns to the scene of the crime? He always did. So this guy is doing the same thing. Yeah. In a fucking weird the way. The only difference is he's not a vampire. Trying to help the investigators, like the Dusseldorf vampire. Like the vampire. Um, Bloom also told investigators that he might have killed a man near the St. Paul High Bridge, even though a body was never found. But, okay, through the High Bridge, though, isn't there, um, a river that runs near that, though? The St. Paul High Bridge? The river that runs through it is one of the most obvious, one of the most known rivers in the United States. It's Mississippi, isn't it? Yep. It's also the dirtiest river in the United States. Which has enough current to move that body? If you All think the about way down it. To the Gulf. So even if he did kill somebody, you ain't gonna find it in Minnesota. You ain't gonna find it in Louisiana either. It was probably gone by now. Yeah, most likely. But that's not probably the point. Instead of a shirt. But we digress. So now in popular culture, the story of Blum's murder of Katie Poyer. Argumentative, aren't we? <laughs> Anyhow, um, is the subject of many truth television true crime documentaries. HNL TV reported the story under the Forensic Files series episode titled Truth or Consequences. The Discovery Channel reported the case via the new detective series episode fatal abductions in 2010 the four-year murder was featured on extreme forensics in an investigation discovery series 2013 a second investigation discovery series on the case with paul is on <coughs> aired the 1960 episode about four years killing in 2016 a third investigation discovery series See No Evil episode entitled Snatched on Camera also reported on this murder. So, ladies and gentlemen, this case, like I said, for me, hit home. Hit close to home. Because of the fact that it happened not too far from where I grew up. That's daddy's. I know, um, wow, it's only 8.30. Wow. Yeah, I know. This, this, this case did not take as nearly as long as I thought it would. I will, <clears throat> sorry about that. I will look stuff up, ladies and gentlemen, and I will post stuff that I find um, involving some of our cases to our Facebook page. So that way... If you guys want to get a little bit more in-depth than what we go into, feel free. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, sharing information, sharing the love, so to speak, in that aspect. 
So, Crystal, what do you have to say about all of this, other than he royally fucked himself over? This has got a lot to go off of. I mean... The guy... The guy has some issues he's got to work out. Like, the thing is, there's quite a few things going on. Hi, Navi. That are... To keep going back to the scene of the crime, then changing your name, then doing these things repeatedly, and then just saying, I don't know? Like, you knew it was going to come back and bite you in the ass. Eventually. Yeah, exactly. And so, the fact that he admitted to police officers that he would go on drug and alcohol binges and then black out and not remember what he did, where he went. <laughs> Problem is... You know, at one point in everybody's lives, we get told, we get told at a very young age that we shouldn't be having, you know, we don't drink so much. You know, we're, we're not as young as we once were. I'm, I'm going to be 30 this year, man. I don't need to admit that. What are you doing for my dirty 30, big boy? He goes, I don't know yet. <laughs> My dirty 30s this year. <laughs> I'm fucking fucked. Even he said it. Put a ring on that finger. Make an honest woman out of her. Damn it. In the traditional sense, not the literal. <laughs> He's on the shitter, so fuck it if I know. Well, let's hope he doesn't have any videos. I heard him cough. I don't fucking know. You never know. I don't know. But, like, there's so much that can go from zero to a hundred. Hands down. Like, okay. Yeah. I know that this is way off topic, but I'm going to pull... A house MD line with this case. For those of you who don't know, house Hugh Laurie, great actor. He is. He's actually he really did play a house very well, but he that did. wasn't the point. And he's actually from the UK. I know he played an, a very angry U.S. actor very well. By the way, he played a very angry American. <laughs> That was not the One point. One of his most famous lines that has stuck with me through all the episodes of Hot and applies specifically to this case. Everybody lies. <laughs> in this in particular case, everyone did lie. But it wasn't everybody. It was just him. 
and he would change who he was to fit his lie. And a lot of people don't understand. There are people out there to this day that will change who they are to adapt to their lot. I know a few. I can't stay on the air because, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think you may listen and I make in trouble. No, I ain't talking about work at all. I talk about it. This not not at the firm. Not, nobody at the firm. But I was talking about um we were talking about this person earlier. Your cousin? Related. See, like as See. children we are told to not lie. We are told to tell the truth. My generation, our generation, Crystal, it was beaten into us by our parents. I still got the belt. I don't know what everyone's talking about. You still get the belt. My mom used a fucking wooden spoon. Oh, Grandpa used to do that. You touch his fucking red, the little red wagon. The little red wagon was actually a truck from like 1962. Okay, it was a real fucking truck. He worked on this motherfucker day and night. And he would... Oh, yeah. And he would stay in the goddamn garage. And he'd drive it one time a year. And that was usually for... Exactly. And my fucking God, you as a child, you touch this fucker, you got the spoon, you got the belt. How many times you don't want to fucking listen? <laughs> my grandmother, my mom's mom, love the woman to pieces. I have a rule, okay? There are four women, maybe five, in my life that I will never piss off. <coughs> in the order that they go in. Grandma, mother, wife, wife's grandmother, landlord. <laughs> well, landlord. Why? Because I live with my landlord. I live with my landlord, so I don't piss my landlord. Typically, you don't want to piss off your landlord. Typical yeah, situation. Me, on the other hand, I look at it this way. I piss off my mom on a daily. <clears throat> kind of happens. You piss your mom off just. Like I pissed off my grandmother all ball. There's only one. I don't like pissing. I've ever pissed off my grandmother. I might have made her mildly upset, but I've never pissed her off. Dude, I, I pissed off. I don't know how many fucking times. I I pissed. She's got some good reach. I pissed off my grandmother a few times. I pissed off my mom. There's only one grandmother I have in it that's on my dad's side. I mean, that woman had good reason to be mad at me at some of these times. But she never was. I still don't know how that woman fucking did not kill me half these times. But she did it. Yeah, I don't know how my dad's grandmother didn't, her mother did not kill me. Um, 
granted for years she called me Chrissy and finally I had enough when I was about 10 years old. I said my name is Christopher or Chris. Do not call me Chrissy. If you call me that again, I will never come and see you. Oh. Just stop calling me that right then and there. Thing is, I still call my son Dee Dee. So I feel real. The reason I would never, to this day, pissed off my grandmother on my mom's side is because I heard stories from my mother. One in particular. My grandmother, while driving, would keep a Hot Wheels track underneath the passenger seat of the car. The fuck? Yeah, a Hot Wheels track. My mom, my aunt, and my uncle act up in the back seat. Grandma reaches down, grabs that race car, that Hot Wheels track, and cracks them all across the knees in one fell swoop. I could. That's not a bad idea. I mean, you can't. We can't do that nowadays. No, but back then, that's not a bad idea. No, it's not. That was actually fucking smart. Was the Lord's prayer? Engraved on a breadboard that my mother had taken across her ass. Oh. Pretty sure my aunt and uncle got it too. If not, they will switch. The switch, we all remember that. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is, we've gotten. I've been tempted to hand my, my, my stepdaughter and tell her to go out and cut me a switch. <laughs> I would have. Then she probably would have been like, so fucking confused. My, my, my stepson, I do not have to worry about. I don't have to worry about why he is my golden child. Out of all six of the kids that my wife and I have combined, the oldest is the golden child. It's always the. It's usually the oldest. The youngest oh, is usually. I'm the oldest of five. I was an asshole. I'm working on trying to figure out which one of my golden children are there. But Paul's like, we gotta try for one more. Dude, fuck we don't. No, not yet. The hell we do? There's no ring on this finger? Yeah, I, it, it, yeah exactly. Get a ring on that finger first, Paul, and then try for another one. It's not like she's leaving me. I will get fixed without you knowing, bitch. <laughs> I'm 30. I don't need a man's signature no more. Not unless we're married. <laughs> I don't need no... Once no, I turn 30, I don't need shit from you. Insurance. That's enough... I, oh, I will get off my high horse for that one. I'll jump down 30 notches off of insurance bullshit for that. Sorry. Insurance will cover uh, tube time, by the way. Yeah, but if you want... They'll cover vasectomies no matter the age. But... Actually, no. No, with... with uh, Now, like, I had to wait until after my 25th birthday. I had to wait until after See, my now... My soon-to-be six-year-old was born before I could get a vasectomy. See, that's the thing. Women cannot get hysterectomies until they're 30, unless approval from their husband. Mm. Which is bullshit. Yeah. 
Well, and, and that's just because of our society that we live in. We live in a patriarchal society. However, state of Wisconsin, 99.9% of the time, in a divorce or custody issues with children, it's mother favoring. It usually is. It was not. It's a mother's thing. Mm-hmm. And me, on the other hand, I'm like, fuck this mother's state bullshit. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of people that would agree. I, I, I did. I was open about mine. I, I do the right thing about for my kids. See, no matter what I do as a father to three beautiful, wonderful children. I say beautiful when they are asleep, wonderful when they are asleep. Because when they are awake, they are terrorists. <laughs> Fact. Okay. No matter what I do, every time I have taken my baby mama to court, I have gotten the shit end of the stick. Unless you have an attorney, then it's different. And I've noticed that for men. No, not even. I cannot get an attorney. No attorney will take my case without me paying out the ass. Oh yeah. See, that's 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 the difference. Is if you want an attorney during a custody case for a guy, you're gonna be paying an arm and two legs. Oh, for fucking sure. You have to go in so amount of debt for men. You. The other thing too is with child support, you have to jump through hoop after hoop after hoop after hoop, and no matter what, if you follow the rules, you get behind just a little bit because you're homeless. Say nine months, three months, whatever. You get held in contempt of court. You get thrown in jail. But yet, there's fathers out there from my ge- from our generation. There are fathers out there who don't give a fuck about their kids, who don't pay child support, don't have warrants out for their arrest, don't get that shit done. But the, those of us like myself who play by the rules, we get ass raped without the courtesy of law. I was going to say a reach around, but cool. Go for you. I would take a reach around instead of the ass raping without the courtesy of Lou. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. At least then I get a little bit of pleasure. <laughs> Paul goes, oh, God. That's the thing. I could argue that at another time, though. That parent people don't realize what other the other sex goes through when they're in a custody battle. Even if it's the same sex, actually, and you get a divorce, you're gonna go through hell. You're gonna go through hell and back. Why? Because you are losing placement. Like, you're losing out on your child's growth. And that other person can be so bitter and so spiteful that they will use things from your past that was even before them just to get their way. Yep. They're shitty. It's it's life. You could have gone to the mental hospital back when you were like 12, 13, 
because you were, ha you know, you were suicidal or whatever. And someone's going to use it against you, which is stupid. It should not be like that. Believe it or not, Crystal, I was actually in that suicidal boat after my divorce. Every day I drove past the Rock River on my way to Walmart every time. Going to Jefferson from Fort Atkinson. I would see that bend on County Road K and think, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'd drive my car right into that river and lock the doors. Roll the windows down. That would be a horrible way to die, by the way. But you get into that moment. You know, you get into those thoughts. And you can't stop it. But people don't the care. Only thing, the only thing that prevented me from doing that is three of them. These little things. They are now eight and going on six. These little things. Mm -hmm. Hi. Our tiny humans. They're part of us some way, shape, or form. I mean, even if they're, you know, even if they're not blood-related, my stepkids, I would go to the ends of the earth for them. They're because something. they are still my kids. I have helped raise two of them for the last almost five years. I've been in their lives for five years. I can't cut them out. This thing is part me. Sometimes it's more her daddy than it is me. Yeah, but I can, I can see some of the attitude coming from mommy. I deny that. I agree, Chris. Not all of Just about 98%. Shut up, ball. All right, so on with your case. What do you have for us? All right, so I have a weird case that kind of came on from change.org. I actually was curious when I saw it this morning saying that she wants clemency and wants to be completely free. You know, because they're saying she's not allowed to have kids no more. She's not allowed to even adopt. I was like, what the hell is this? You know, I was curious about this this case. So you sent me this morning, correct? Yeah. I Okay. I was concerned cuz usually I, I I have questions about this case, but I will let you get into it first. Yeah, see, I've reading what I did, I was confused. But like in Kinohish Thero. But usually in a typical situation when you get told you can't have children, from the state, it's usually a you can't afford them, and the state keeps taking your sh your, sh your little spawns, your little shits, your little shits, whatever you want to call them, your spawns, your shits, the kids that you're physically not taking care of because you're an ass and you're uh, being a shitful parent. You're unfit. To, you're unfit as a parent, and they're tired of it. Generally speaking, yeah. And they're usually, that can be anywhere from like 12 to 14 kids sometimes, depending on the state. Point in case, the woman that was ranting and raving on TikTok about how to get rid of her children. Yes! I, I did that kid. 
I had that on Facebook that or I did that case not too long ago. On on podcast. I don't remember which one. Yeah, that was, that was back in September, I believe. That girl pissed me off. I I'm That that girl. Mm-hmm. But this one kind of confused me. So this Little Rock, so Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm not mistaken. Her name is LaQuinta Frey Jacobs. Was given a life sentence when she was 16. So she was a teenager. Back in 1992. So right when I was born. Okay. I'm a baby. I get this. Not too much of a baby, but baby enough. So. This was. The article I'm reading from Fox Doc, Fox 16 was released in 2018. So July 17th is when this article was written. But she walked free on Tuesday when this article was posted. Okay? Okay. So <clears throat> after 26 years at that point of be- being behind prison walls she is now beyond them tuesday she was able to greet friends and family without restraints for the first time since she was a teenager on the outside of mcpherson's woman unit in newport arkansas free without shackles free without cuffs moments later she met with her first interview as a free woman of course you know she's gonna have team everywhere because she was they deemed her to be free. Stop. No. Okay. So. Moments later. She said she had a bunch of emotions going on. 17 year old Kevin Gabby. Was robbed of his Chicago Bulls jacket. And shot to death. She put that in dog water. Yes. No, that. Um, shot to death at 29th and Jefferson in Little Rock. Jacobs, the girl, was arrested and convicted of Gaddy's murder. Her sentence was life without parole. So, you're looking at two life, basically his life and her life being taken from her if she was obviously not if she actually didn't commit the murder. So, in 2012, the U.S. Supreme Court decided it was such a harsh punishment that unconstitutional for teens to serve a life life sentence. Which everybody knew. So, everybody, anyone that was convicted as a teen serving life sentences were allowed to be resentenced. So at that point, they were able to resentence Jacobs. So the judge obviously said it was enough time spent and released her. But the Midwest Innocent Project reached out to her. They want her name cleared. 
So the Innocence Product Project has a different type of situation. They usually find things that can prove somebody's innocence or can prove somebody's guilty. Usually it's finding things that are typically not was missed or evidence wasn't found or things of that nature. Yeah. So conduct a mistrial. Yeah. Which I believe in this specific case, um, from what little bit I I learned from it doing the research, I believe there was enough to go for a mistrial. And this one, as the team continues to fight for her to be exonerated, she hopes closure comes to all the families. And she states a bushel, which is her attorney now, at this point, the only option that is left for the governor to grant clemency, that's the next place we're going to go. So they're trying to get her to walk, you know, to yeah. well, get clear. Clemency is difficult for any person. For you right. to get that, you've got to be completely cleared. The thing is, yeah. do you have... You have to have some sort of... You know... DNA evidence. Basis. You have to have some basis for the clemency. Does she have witnesses? Does she have something? Do I know? I don't know. I was... Fuck, I wasn't even alive. If I... I might not have been alive at the time of the murder, but I was about to be. Uh, this place, what, 92? Yeah. I was about to be. I was born in 92. I was June 5th. I don't know when this shooting happened, to be exact. I think it says in one of the articles. Yeah, I have to look. But I'm still looking for that in particular spot. But so one of the witnesses described the shooter as a woman in her 30s with scars under her eyes wearing black pants and a black coat. And Jacob's description, which she was arrested an hour later after the crime, she was wearing a white dress she wore after church earlier that morning. So... Okay, so witnesses, let me, let me get this straight. So witnesses stated that they saw her in church with said Bulls jacket on. With white, a white dress. Okay, and the shooter was a 30-year-old, roughly 30s, black pair and a, a black pants and a black coat. So she would have had to change and somehow managed to look like somebody else in church and shoot that guy. Something's wrong. Yeah, there's... Like... But this could also fall down that KJ rabbit hole that we've fallen down before. True. 
I don't know much when it comes to that area. Is this little Arkansas, can that be a racist area like KJ's was in that in that town of Georgia? What I do I don't know. want to say about this case, and this is just from what research I did before I sent you this, this stuff, because you know that I looked through a lot of the stuff before I sent it. Oh, yeah. I did notice that from in the early 90s, from 90 to 94, specifically, during the time frame that this case is taking place, there was a big gang problem going on in Little Rock. I actually didn't think about that. So for her to be arrested at 16, we don't know if she was affiliated with any of the gangs. No, but that is a good thing too because she could have been attemptedly framed she could have and it, it, it does happen mm. with our judicial system that's why the innocent project was created was to stop that granted it what happened it still happens people are still getting for murders and crimes that they never committed and they have rock solid alibis, but all of the evidence points to them. And that's the worst part. That's why Little Rock, Little Rock has, well, not just Little Rock, our judicial system needs more funding to come towards the Innocent Project. That's what their job is there for. Um, in, in my experience, just from, you know, my divorce, when it comes to proving somebody's innocence or proving that somebody is unfit as a parent or as an individual to be in society, we, as, as a father myself, I had no knowledge of what my ex-wife had up her sleeve while going through my divorce. I was civil. I was truthful uh, the entire time, even to the judge, to my ex-wife. And I still got handed the shit under the stick. Well, yeah. Women can be kind of fucking sexy. Thing is, though, is she had character statements written up by mutual friends who weren't just women, they were men too. Granted, one of them was her happy gay best friend. Well, that doesn't count. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the job that I just recently left. Um, my hours have gotten bumped down to 24 a week from supposedly full time. I was the only straight guy working there. So, like, ladies and gentlemen, our society is very sexist, even today. Yeah. And it's not just against women. The, the field that I was in is very sexist against straight men. 
And that's the worst part. Certain certain areas kind of are. Like, and it sucks, especially in the healthcare industry. Healthcare is really hard for straight men, along with, you know, straight men being strippers. Got to go in the office. There's actually a lot of straight guys that are. Sounds terrible. Will only do gay porn. I heard about that. I don't understand that, but I mean. I, I, I don't either. There's a lot of straight women that do straight up nothing but lesbian porn as well. But it's easier for women to go bisexual than it is men. Right. However, there's sure. a lot of them that are women be nuts. Guys even that are I don't want to be rude, I don't want to be insensitive, but for guys who are straight and want to keep that family dynamic in the home will only do certain things to keep it that I look at it this way. You're providing for your family in any way you fucking can. It doesn't matter. Exactly. As it's a legal way. Porn is legal. Yep. Alcohol is legal, but yet uh, who has no deaths is not. Unfortunately. The most you're going to get out of pot is you're going to get couch lock, people. Fuck it, you hear me from Woo! Uber's going to get more calls. <laughs> Sorry. Uber's going to get more calls. Literally. Oh, no. There we go. Okay. So Uber technical will get difficulties. technical fucking difficulties. There we're good. All right. Fucking weather. No shit. Else is pissing me off. But literally, Uber's gonna get more business. Um, DoorDash is gonna get more business. Things like that is what's gonna cause this economy to keep going. Is being stupid. Right. But it's gonna be healthy. Yeah. But it's not bad. I mean, you get people high enough, or people know they're gonna get high later, and they're it's like pot. They're gonna go to the store beforehand. They're gonna snack up on those those fucking munchies, and guess what? Their your economy's boosting right back the fuck up. Exactly. Argue with me. I can on do. On top of that, on top of that, I, I am agreeing with you. Oh, I know you are. I am agreeing with you. The medicinal effects of marijuana. I wasn't including cancer and all that yet. <laughs> oh, I haven't even gotten there. Oh, well, marijuana uh -huh. has been known to treat anxiety, depression. Yep. Diabetes. Huzzah. Weight loss. And it also helps those who need to gain weight, gain weight. 
And people don't see it this way. They're looking at it as... I'm not bashing on religion with this joke, okay? Or with this statement, but you know God was smoking something when he came up with the idea for the platypus. Just a platypus? No, no, just... I'm going to take a beaver. I'm going to put a duck bill on it. I'm going to make it lay eggs, but it's going to be a mammal. And that's just the platypus. I'm gonna take a teddy bear. I'm gonna put it in a tree with, and it's only gonna eat eucalyptus, and it's gonna sleep 23 hours a day. I was gonna say, have you looked at some of the animals lately? <laughs> Hello. And it's gotta. Why did you make an animal like that? You realize that a, a zoologist, okay, has to use either A, a cherry picker, or B, a really long ladder. I wouldn't trust a fucking ladder. Just, just to check a giraffe's mouth. I wouldn't fucking trust a ladder around a giraffe. All you need to do is piss it off and it goes... I was using it as an example. <laughs> Piss it off once it goes boop boop. <laughs> uh, you can do the same thing with a goddamn cherry picker. That's true. But that's the thing. God is up there looking down on us going, hello, you have the cure for cancer right there. It's a natural fucking plant. For most of it. I, for most of them. For most of them. You can't cure, I think it's... I th- it has been known to slow it down. For most of them, yes. If not cure it. But I think it's what is the more... Uh, yeah, it depends on the stage of cancer. Yeah. I think it's like stage it four. I can't do... Stage four. Can't it do much. known to stop stage one and stage two. Yeah, I was like, it depends on the stage and it depends on which one. I think it's like... Stage Three, it slows it down, and stage four, it slows it down. Yeah, pretty much at stage four, it gives you an extra couple months. You know, get your shit in order. If not another year or so. Yeah, but it gives you time. Yeah, exactly. Maintain 6,500 feet. And the whole reason that the U.S., yes, we do have it federally legalized, for medicinal use. It's the recreational use. People like, say, you and me, if we were in Illinois, yeah, we could. Yeah, go okay, no problem. Michigan, no problem. Michigan, you can grow this shit. Okay. I think you can only have so many plants, though, in Michigan. I think Michigan, you can have up to five plants. Yeah, it's that. I was like, so many plants. I don't know if it was like four, three, four. I don't remember. It's up no more than five. Okay. Anything more than five, you have to get a license, a permit, and yeah. a license, and jump through hoop after hoop after hoop after hoop just to grow the shit. So, like, you know, it, it also helps with seizures. Epilepsy, yeah. Epileptic take it, and their seizures go down. 
There's anyhow. Like there's beneficial. Are you good? There's benefits. So 20, yeah, there are. There are, there are benefits. Um, 26 years out, trying to get a full pardon from the government. And But, okay, so looking at THV11, which is another, I'm assuming another fucking... TV show or TV show news channel down there. So it actually happened February not twenty ninth. I wasn't born yet, so I didn't count. Someone's dying over there. Holy fuck! Roommate smoking cigarette. Bro, you're supposed to smoke it, not swallow it. February 9th, sorry. February 9th. Days off. But, anyway. So this is the what the Innocent Project is going for. And what they are hallmarking as wrongful. The inattentive witnesses... Which is not really inattentive because if they're marking down that she was 30 and they're trying to frame a 16-year-old kid wearing different colored outfits, clearly one in pants and a jacket versus one in a white dress, clearly kind of different. Bad suspect identification procedure, clearly there's something wrong. Right. And lack of thorough investigation from her original attorneys. Clearly, the attorneys are wrong at fault, too. Because attorneys didn't do their job. The investigators didn't do their job properly, either. Thing is, if you're the attorney, though, you could have had that overturned in the first place. Exactly. If you did your damn job. And that's not <coughs> the prosecuting attorneys. That's the defense attorneys, as well. There are so many attorneys at fault. For stopping this. And that's not... I bet you the cops didn't want to do their job. Exactly. No offense, Sonny. I have to remember. I do back the badge when they're right. Problem is, if you're going to fuck around and not back your own fucking badge, don't be a cop. You're using it for fucking power. I have a tattoo on my finger. All it takes is... One fuck up from one person to give an entire department a bad name. Exactly. I agree to that statement. And it, it, it's no. not just the police, firefighters, EMS, anything. Exactly. There was a. I have not looked too much into this case. Into this case that I do know of. But there was a cop in Madison that got charged for having sex in the back of his car. Oh, I've already looked out now. In his squad car in Madison. That doesn't... Okay, I hate to say this, but that does not surprise me in Madison. Because my first time to Madison, 
I had a police officer after me and joined. It's... This is the shit that goes on. People purposely avoid this and then wonder why cops aren't trusted. Right there. People who shouldn't be cops shouldn't be there. Then when you have... But then when people who should be cops, you turn them down, y'all fucking wonder why people don't want to trust cops all the time. Right fucking there. You don't want to give them the chance to take. Until I looked up one of the Madison laws about recreational marijuana. They don't give a two shits half the time. Ah, no. In Madison, if you face the Capitol and light up a joint or light up a bowl and smoke it, they will not arrest you. They will not even give you a ticket. As long as you face the Capitol. That is weirdest shit ever. That's Madison. But that's the thing though. Yes, she's been awkwardly being weird. But that's the I thing. Feel like she's got teeth in. Your coming in. She brushes them like four or five times a day. You got a little oral hygienist on your hands. Not a bad thing. No, she doesn't. No, it's not a bad. F- I can't do teeth. I don't like it when people's breath smells bad. I. Oh, oh. You don't I don't do teeth. I don't do feet. Who eats their own? He doesn't do feet either. I hate feet. I hate my own feet. I hate so, his uh, feet. <laughs> well, he's probably in work boots all day, so. I used to be in combat boots. It used to be in combat day. boots, and they were nasty. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah, combat boots don't really breathe. No. Yeah, that's the truth. They're nasty. I love, my, I love my cowboy boots, so. They're like. They're comfortable. I had to ask him to take his shoes off and let his feet breathe for a couple days, and he goes, no. Nope. I was like. He's trying to break them in. Thing is, that's what caused his feet to go as weird as they did. And now he's got permanent foot problems from that. <laughs> Some like dumbass. Military life. And I'm not a wife. Oh, they're fucking terrible when you break in. Cowboy boots are just as bad, bro. Trust me. Actually, cowboy boots for me were, weren't as bad. I had uh, Justin Silto boots. Cowboy boots. And they weren't they weren't nearly as bad as trying to break in a combat boot, especially basic training uh, combat. I'm not talking steel-toed cowboy boots. I'm talking straight up wingtip, brand new, out of the box from the store cowboy boots. Okay. Like they are a pain in the ass to break in. You have to literally wear them for every day for a week to get them to form to your feet. Yeah, I don't doubt you that. You have to wear them from the time you get up to the time you go to bed. I don't doubt that at all. I did it in middle school. <laughs> Six months I worked out with Bruce doing from school. Like for 
Jesus. Otherwise, I was in combat boots all winter, even. Why? Because they got great grip. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, I just recently found myself a pair of combat boots at Goodwill for 13 bucks. And they were in my size. Normally, a pair of boots in my size run anywhere between $150 to $300. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Hey, Goodwill has some good finds once in a while. Goodwill rarely has anything in my size. I wear a size 13 or 14, depending on who makes the boot. Ugh. Stop having big feet. Kind of hard. They're attached. I just tell my kids I'm going to chop them off at the knees, so. My mom threatened to do that once, and I said I'd still be able to stand up and kick you in the ass. Fair enough. No, I'm not doing that. Five, five and a half. At graduation, I was six three. I am now six two, even a shrink. I haven't shrank yet, but my titties don't stop growing. She's having her moments. Give the, child, give the child some melatonin and knock her ass up. She's just... <laughs> it's 9.30. We've been doing this podcast for two hours and 22 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. Your wife is probably wondering why you're not back yet. My wife is wondering if I'm going to. I will let her have you back. She's sitting on our king size bed watching Little House on the Prairie. That's an old show to be watching. All because uh, one of the actresses in Little House on the Prairie is related to another famous actress. Well, okay. I go like this. She should watch something with Betty White, because Betty White passed away. God forbid we lost a legend, bro. Right before her two-week year at a... Two weeks before she turned a hundred years old. Fuck! Of course, what year 2022 was not... Or 2021 was not done with us. I know. It had to say, fuck y'all. And 2020 took fucking the creator of Popeye, the Sailor Man, and Tom and Jerry. And also took Stan Lee. I know. God rest his soul. The MC Universe, the MCU, thanks you. It sucks! You know, the 2020s can go to fucking hell, man! That he did not appear in. Which one? There was only two movies. Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. He was in the original Blade? He was in the original Blade Hold the fuck with up. Wesley Snipes. I have questions. Hold on. You're talking to a geek here, okay? 6, feet. 
Because I just watched that movie and I swear to god he was not there. And D Sheeter. He did? Yeah, he played the homeless guy when uh no. dude when uh dude was talking about uh Blake's mom in the scene where they show Blake's mom giving birth to Blake or being attacked by the vampire that turned her and made Blade into the daywalker. The homeless guy sitting next to her was Stanley. That is the only one of the Blade movies that he ever appeared in. In the deleted scenes, he was actually the cop that discovered Quinn's burning body at the Vampire Club. Yep. They took it out because that scene would have made the movie way too long. And they cast it, and he requested. He, it was actually in all of the contracts for any MCU movie that he has at least one cameo in every movie. He refused to do Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. He was also never in uh, Blade House of the Fawn either. I just watched Blade 1 too, so I'm kind of mad. I was like, nah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for it. I like it. What? See, right there, you just did the one thing that my wife does to me when I go, hey, that's so and so from this movie or this show. And she goes, no, and then she looks it up and goes, fuck, you're right. <laughs> I hate it when you do that. I hate it when you're right on things like that. Like, Sorry, I'm a bigger movie buff than you were. <laughs> See, I did that with Paul with the Harry Potter reunion today. I actually don't know. It was a horror movie that he was in as a teenager. What is it? Critters. I've never heard of it. It's about freaky little furball aliens that eat people. He had a 30-second <laughs> appearance in the movie. My favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie, believe it or not. Other than, well, okay, I can't say that. My other one is Man in the Iron Fist. That was a pretty um, good movie, though. It, it, it was. Um, but he had 30, he, he had a scene, it was only 30 seconds long, and the only thing that he did in the scene was scream when the critters came and ate it. That's a quick acting career that could have gone south. Yeah. And it was actually critters two or three that he was in. But, if you watch the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one, yeah. Where Raphael is coming out of the movie theater. Yeah. That he had just gotten done watching. Yeah, I do remember that. And puts out a little bit. Sorry. He puts out the raincoat. <laughs> that was horrible. 
<laughs> I remember that. Sorry. I well, I never thought Killer Clowns was a horror fucking film either. I always thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I never thought it was a horror movie until later. Like, until, like, later, later in life, when someone said, yeah, it's a rated R film. I'm like, what? I kind of feel offended by that. They laughed through it. They thought it was hilarious. And here's the reason why. The actor that played Pennywise in that movie also played... In Rocky Picture Horror Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was also Long John Silver in Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> I didn't think about that. And he also did a voiceover in Ferngully. The last he actually still does for he still does voiceovers after his stroke, and I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, JJ. Yeah, Remember the original its name? Original its name. The original actor for it. What the fuck was his name? Tim Curry. Suffered a stroke and yes. now is in a wheelchair. We were fucking arguing, like, could not figure out this. Annie was one of them. Scary movie, too. The Little Mermaid. I actually have no fucking clue. Um, get back to you on that. Um, he just says he was there. It doesn't tell me who he was. Huh. Oh, I am DB. Working on it. Once I pull it up, maybe sort of. Yeah, she don't kill my phone first. How is my battery on my phone? Thirty-five percent. I'll cast and crew. Cast. Go away, thank you. Go away, thank you. Let's see. 
Darth Sidious in uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. His name pops up, but it doesn't say what he was. What the fuck? I have so many questions. Who are you? And the little mermaid. I don't know. Hey Siri. Who did Tim Curry play in The Little Mermaid? Here's what I found from wikipedia.org, the evil manta, voiced by Tim Curry, an evil human manta ray hybrid who repeatedly tries to take over Atlantica. Is this the old mermaid? Manta? What fucking little mermaid bullshit are you talking about? Evil Manta? He played Evil Manta. Yeah, now that it's Evil Manta. Okay. Okay. Tim Curry, you, 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 you got me confused, my bad. He did Lord Dragonis in the Mighty Ducks, the animated series. He's done so much. He did Dr. Anton's Devarius and Gargoyles. I was just watching that, actually. He was in Captain Planet. Who was, who was he in Captain Planet? Like Five's computer and, and AL and Mall. Oh, I could see him being Mall though. I'm not, yeah, okay. Hey, my kid, you just messed up everything. I was trying to look at something. Thanks, kid. Cool. Yeah, Evil Manta, four episodes he was in. In the series. You know, this guy's. He's got a lot of shit under his belt. He's still alive. Oh, yeah. He was in the Wild West miniseries as Oscar Wilde. In 92. He played Taurus Bulba in Darkwing Duck. That's a movie. Or that's a show. Darkwing Duck. That's great. He did Mr. Curry in in the Paddington Bear series from 89 to 90. He also does... He has has some audiobooks... 
yeah. So everybody knows. Hey, that'd be cool. Who? Our good old friend Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> you can also buy his his voice for Alexa. If I ever get an Alexa, that's his first. That's the voice that's going on there. <laughs> fuck you, me, man. Do you want to know what the name of the? Do you want to know what the name of the book is? Go the hearing? fuck to sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. I know. I gotta. I gotta save that under my um. Book actually. I'm I'm literally saving it for Audible, so I have it next month. Go. That's your case. So that way I can get back to my wife, and you can get back to Tech Bench and Tricycle Motor there. Yeah, pretty much. And the studio AMS guys. Our life. So. But yeah, no, like 26 years, and then found out that you, you know, proved your innocence. Like, but now they're kind of delaying not giving her clemency because of it. If you fucked up, yeah, just admit it and go about your goddamn day. You fucked up. You're gonna have to pay the price. That's our judicial system. Like I hate to say it, but it is. Yes. They don't want to admit they're wrong, but they're gonna make somebody else pay for it. Like, okay, but I hate, I hate to bring this up, but it's the same with child support. Word. You have people who don't pay anything, who don't do anything, don't let child support know, find all of these goddamn loopholes in the system and play the system. And then you have people who abide by the rules. Do what they need to do. Let the child support know when things are going wrong. They're the ones that get the shit out of the stick while the other ones that are playing the system get off scot free. Exactly. I agree to that. Wrap it before you tap it. What you doing? He don't play shit for child support. Do you, no. Hell no. I pay. I am supposed to pay. Okay. Personally, $104 a week for three kids. That's that 29% of my income. Too fucking much. I only get 24 hours at work. How am I supposed to live off of that? You really don't. You can't. You but can't. Not with the price, not with the cost of living being what it is. No, because the cost of living is going up and everything else is going down. Except for gas prices. Put you on the spot there, so, you know, age wise. But back then, gas prices 
was roughly around 75 cents a gallon. I wish. That's what it was back in the early 90s. 75 yeah, and in reality, 20 bucks wouldn't get me very far today. Now, now, 20 bucks will get you half a tank. Three quarters of a tank. If you're lucky. Depending on the size of gas count, gas tank you have. It takes me about fifty dollars to fill my gas tank and it's on E. Just so you know. Yeah, you know, I mean gas prices are skyrocketing. It wasn't too long ago that gas prices were almost five dollars a fucking gallon. You're in Wisconsin alone. Wait till you got closer to Chicago, it was almost six. This is why I don't like to travel outside the fucking state. Are you done? Zena! Hi, dum dum. She's a purebred Great Dane. You have a horse for a dog. Yes. Okay, here's what you do. Halloween this year. Slap a saddle on it. Slap fur in a little cowgirl outfit and let it ride the I kind of thought about it too. <laughs> I have a cowgirl outfit for. See, you're already halfway there. All you can have is a saddle for the size of a damn dog. <laughs> and all you have to do is go to the, go to the fucking nearest uh, uh, feed store for surplus store for farm equipment. Farm equipment has it too? Horse. <laughs> they eat like one. Oh, fucking fat. Don't look at me like that. I'm bitching about you. And you're chewing on your dog bowl. Alrighty. Well, we'll end this podcast. We had a great time with everybody. It's time for us to go. I gotta get him back to his wife before he gets in trouble. Goof. I am very poor at answering this. And I will hopefully see you guys next week. Or at least next week. Yeah, definitely. We will have this all posted up and I'll get this ended on live stream. 
Have a good night, Crystal. All right. Have a good night. Yep. Take it easy. Hey, bye. All right, here you go. Here's your phone back, babe. Babe, babe. Holy cow, you're actually going to leave my phone back? Babe, 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 and I've been dealing with Crackhead and McGee over here. Uh, that's because